Hello and welcome to episode 157 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 157 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And in today's episode, we're talking about building your YouTube Live strategy. What is it that you need to get started? Why should you be doing it? And how can you grow your audience on YouTube? Well, that is what we're doing in today's episode. Let's get on with it right now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content Content and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Show. My name's Ian Ansegray. This is episode 157. We're talking about YouTube Live strategy today. So if you have plugged me into your ears on the podcast at iag.me forward slash podcast, or if you are watching live or the replay, uh, and if you're watching on Amazon Live, welcome. Uh, finally, I think I managed to sort out Amazon Live. So uh, let me know. Um, if you're watching on Amazon and Carl is saying, Carl is, Carl Sullivan is in the house and he's having problems and he's saying it's now better. The stream is now better. Well, we do like to hear that. We do like to hear that. Definitely. Well, YouTube live, I would love to know from you whether you have embraced YouTube live. Uh, We talk a lot about Facebook uh, and we talk about other platforms, but we haven't dug it straight into YouTube that much. And that's going to change. I've got some fabulous guests lined up um, because we do need to talk about YouTube Live. Uh, I, I think it's it's going to become bigger and bigger and bigger for us live streamers. And one of the reasons we're talking about YouTube Live on this show is because of the fabulous Katie Simpson uh, who who basically, I, I asked this in my community, like, what should I be talking about? What would be good? And Katie came up with this about YouTube strategy. So thank you, Katie. You're excited for this one. Good morning. It is a beautiful morning here and it is out here as well. Yeah, it's still a blue, it's still a blue sky in Manchester. What's going on? It's a bit chilly, but we you know we can, we can cope, cope with that. Um, yeah. And Carl is watching on YouTube where it's better. Um, as always, I'm broadcasting to a number of different channels. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of multi-streaming a little in a little bit later, but um, I am I have reduced the number of places I'm broadcasting to. It's basically Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and Amazon. And I don't always do Amazon, but I thought I'd do Amazon today. So if you are watching on Amazon, it's probably a bit early in the morning for uh, people in the states, but. Um, Anyway, that, that, there we go. So, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned just before I started recording for the podcast that I have created a new community um, at confident.live forward slash community. I would love it if you joined. Don't be shy. It's a great community of people. Um, and you just join the space, the Confident Live space on Volley. And Volley is, it's not a new app, but it's become really, really popular recently. And I love it. It's a way of just hanging out with each other. And it's got asynchronous video. 
Uh, and so probably the best thing for me to do just, uh, I mean, I did talk about this uh, last time is just to quickly go through it so that you understand a little bit more what it is. If you go to volleyapp.com, you can find a little bit more out about it. It's completely free. I think they are looking at paid options in the future, but it's kind of like a combination of Slack, which is like a, a text messaging uh service, I suppose you'd call it. And you can have lots of different channels for different topics or themes of conversations. You can mention each other. You can, as well as text, you can also record video and things like that. But as well as Slack, it's kind of combined with another app, which I never really use called Marco Polo. Um, But if you ever, like when you're messaging people, say on Instagram or WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, you might like sometimes leave video messages if you're not in the position to type. So it's similar to that in the sense that you are uh, leaving, uh, it's kind of asynchronous videos. So I can leave, I can record a video on there and then the next person can then respond to that or and we can have a conversation over time with videos. And it doesn't just have to be video. If you're feeling you're not camera ready, uh, you can record audio or text. But one thing I, I love about it is that people are just sharing on the go as they walk around the house. There's this feeling it doesn't have to be perfect. It you, you could be real. You don't have to have makeup on or your hair done or anything like that. It's just really being real. So I love it. And uh, as well as having one-to-one conversations, you can create spaces. So that's what the Confident Live uh, community is. Um, so uh, with Volley, you can download it for your um your desktop, so it can be for um, for Macs and PCs, um, and Android and iOS phones as well. Uh, and so, my main uh, my main part of Volley are just private conversations with people. So I've got some conversations with Katie, with Jeff, with Mitch, uh, Helen, my my wife, um, and then I've joined these other spaces here on the left. So I'm on the screen. I'm just sharing it on the screen. So I've got Volley for coaches. And within this, there are lots of different channels. There's a product feed, introduce yourself. And then I can have individual conversations with people within that space. If you scroll down to uh, my good friend, Jeff C's space, the social media news live uh, community. He's got two channels. He's got the everyone channel and social media news and private conversations. And then I've got the, this is my space, the confident live space, which is, which I'm inviting you to, if you go to confident confident.live forward slash community, you can um, join this. And we've, at the moment, we've just got one channel, the everyone channel, and we can see what people are doing here as well. So I can record a a video message. I can share my screen. I can play, I don't know whether it's going to work on the screen, but this was me earlier. So definitely recommend it. Check it out. And if you want to find out more about it, just go to confident.live forward slash community. That's confident.live forward slash community. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Building your YouTube live strategy. Building your YouTube live strategy. Building, 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 building your YouTube live strategy. Well, let's get on with talking about YouTube live uh, because YouTube live is kind of very 
I think community orientated. Um, I'm a great believer in building a community around your content and around your channels. And I think creating evergreen content, make, I mean, live video is great. And I think that's great for, for community, but you could also create communities around pre-recorded video uh, and the replay of videos as well. So definitely, definitely think about that. Uh, before we do that, uh, just having a look at some people who are watching live. It's great to see Paul is watching uh, from Vancouver very early in the morning, I think. Is it like 6, 12 in the morning for you? Uh, but I hope you're doing well, Paul. Great to see you. And you are also watching on YouTube as well. Um, so that's that's great. I'm, I'm very impressed. And Katie is also saying the community on Volley is growing, which is nice. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my goodness, 3.12 in the morning. Oh yeah, of course, because you're West Coast. <laughs> West Coast, oh my goodness, that, that, yeah. What are you doing up? I don't, you don't need to answer that. Um, let's talk about YouTube shall we? Let's talk about YouTube. So I think the first thing that we need to think about is the preparation. We need to prepare our channel. We need to prepare everything that we do for doing that. So let's have a look at that. Um, how do we get started with YouTube? And, and the first thing really is to know how YouTube is different to other channels. It, it is very different to Facebook. It's very different to LinkedIn and, and Twitter. There's some technical differences, like you can broadcast at pretty much a, a higher resolution than most other places. You can you can broadcast in 4K and 60 frames per second if you have the equipment to, to, to cope with that. And I think people generally, they expect like a better quality. Um, having said that, that should not stop you from getting started with YouTube. Absolutely not. So that's one thing to think about. You've also got the the difference between live chat and comments. So on most other channels like LinkedIn, for example, on Facebook, when people leave a comment, those comments will then, they're live comments, but they will then appear as comments on the replay, if that makes sense. So I can see, for example, like Paul before his comment on Facebook, that um, good morning from Vancouver, Canada, will appear as a regular comment underneath the video on Facebook. However, when Paul went over to YouTube and said good morning from Vancouver, Canada on YouTube, that comment will not be underneath the video. That will only appear in the replay of the of the live chat. So you you if effectively on YouTube you've got those two different places to think about. So that's that's one thing that uh, you you'll need to think about as well. Uh, the other thing is uh, you have the ability of monetization. Now you do have monetization on Facebook, but on YouTube uh, you need to look at growing your channel over time. You need to have at least a thousand subscribers, which that's not actually the most difficult thing to do. The most difficult thing is to achieve the 4,000 watch hours within a year. So your content needs to be watched for, um, for 4,000 hours over that time. Once you do that, a lot of things are open to you. For example, Super Chats. Uh, super Chats are where p your community members can ask questions or comment and actually pay some money at the same time. And I know some very popular live streams on YouTube will 
uh, allow super chats and they will actually just answer questions from the super chats because they're so popular. They're getting so many comments that um, that's how they're they're choosing the comments. So yeah, that um, is definitely something to to look into. But it takes time to you know to, you need to grow it over time as well. Um, so there we go. Um, now there are some cool apps that I would recommend. I should have got these up ahead of time. Uh, as you grow your channel, one thing that I really like is an app called Morning Fame, and it is. Uh, it's spelt morning fame, but with a dot in it. So I'll spell it for you. M-O-R. Well, it's basically morning F-A dot M-E. Morning F-A. No. Yeah. Morning F-A dot me. And it's I really kind of like I love the simplicity of this tool. Um, but basically it gives you some analytics and it also helps you uh, with some SEO uh, like an SEO tool, so to to write the content, the title, and the description, and that kind of thing. So definitely check out Morning Fame. The other one is Tube Buddy, and this is used a lot by people. Um, now Tube Buddy uh, is, in my opinion, a little bit clunky to use, but um, it integrates directly. It uses a Chrome plugin, and it integrates directly with YouTube, uh, it, and once you get your head around it and once you use it a few times, it is actually really, really good. I, I do I do love the way it works. It, it's really about how you construct your title, your description, but also your thumbnail as well, because the, the optimization side of things is is so, so important. So definitely check out Buddy as well, because I think I think that works. I think that works really, really well. Now, Carl says, have you tried VidIQ? And that's the alternative to uh, TubeBuddy. Um, so I haven't done like a like a real strong comparison between the two of them, but VidIQ is really, really good. I would highly recommend checking that out. So it's kind of between VidIQ and TubeBuddy, but I also really like Morning Fame as well. Um, so definitely check that out. And Katie has said, I've not heard of Morning Fame. It took me months and months to work out how to use TubeBuddy, but I love it now. Yeah, I think I think that's quite often the case. It takes time to get to use TubeBuddy. Um, but yeah, definitely check out Morning Fame. Uh, Paul is saying coffee helps um, when it comes to being productive and uh, pr- productive at 3am. Um, I'm fast asleep at that time, but I'm, I'm very impressed. And Katie's saying that Sean Carnell uses VidIQ. I think you've really got to choose the uh, the tool that works for you. Now, uh, other tools that I really like, they're for iOS only, I believe. Uh, but one of them is called YT Tracker. Uh, and basically, this just tracks your subscribers over time and your watch time and gives you some like a lot of encouragement in terms of like how you can uh, engage and increase your watch time and and reach the goal of monetization so that is called yt tracker that's short for youtube obviously and the the guy the developer of that also has created something called yt stickers I've got that right. YT sticker. So yeah, YT sticker. And this is cool because it allows you to um, create Instagram and social media images that you can share on all social media with the thumbnails of, of your latest videos. So it's a really quick and easy way of, of promoting your YouTubes and your YouTube lives. 
Um, and that's something that I need to do a lot more. But one of the things I want to do is grow my YouTube channel using my YouTube lives and YT stickers is definitely a good way of doing that. So check that out as well. So cool apps, just to go over those, that's Morning Fame, YouTube, sorry, TubeBuddy, YT Tracker, YT Sticker, and of course there is VidIQ as well. Now, before we get on to the next one, uh, which is all about setting up YouTube, uh, for for live. I do want to talk about multi-streaming. Um, we talked about the pros a lot of the time, but you've also got to think about the downsides. Now, it's interesting, looking at all the comments today, I think pretty much most people are commenting on YouTube, which is interesting. Uh, and, and that kind of varies. I find that my community, they sometimes hang out on Facebook, sometimes on YouTube. And I'd be interested if, if you're watching live what made the decision for you to watch on YouTube today? Is that because we're talking about YouTube? Um, because I, 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 do you prefer it? I'm, I'm just really interested to know because I'm finding for me personally, it kind of varies. I'm not getting so much on LinkedIn. Um, Amazon Live is still very new. Um, so I've not done that much in terms of broadcasting to that. In terms of Twitter, unfortunately, we don't get any... With Twitter, there, are, there isn't the ability to see the comments. Uh, so if you're watching on Twitter, I'm sorry if I'm if you've been leaving comments. I can't see them, unfortunately. So, yeah. I, I, but you see, multi-streaming... When you're broadcasting to all these different these different places, you've got to think about the the different ways that the mechanisms and the way the community interacts as well. So, you might want to just if you're focused solely on YouTube uh, and you're not fussed so much about the other channels, then I'd recommend just broadcasting to YouTube, um, and that will encourage people hopefully to go over to. Uh, to watch it on YouTube as well. So maybe start broadcasting to everywhere else, but then maybe make a decision to go over to YouTube. Now, for me, that doesn't make sense. I'm still going to be multicasting, but I am looking at doing certain shows that will be on one single platform as well. So let's look at what Paul is saying. He says, I prefer the image quality on YouTube. The difference is subtle. And I would agree with you. I'm actually broadcasting the same uh, resolution and frames per second. It's it's uh, it is uh, full HD, so it's 1920 times 1080. It's 30 frames per second. I'm sending the same signal uh, to YouTube uh, as I am to Facebook. I'm using Restream, but on Facebook, it, it's te- it technically. I think my channel is only able to cope with 720p, so it's actually technically. Um, half the resolution that you're seeing on YouTube. So if you always want to see the best resolution, YouTube is where you want to go. LinkedIn, interestingly, is only 720p, but it seems to be better resolution than Facebook. So kind of, in my opinion, Facebook and Twitter are the worst resolutions. YouTube is kind of the best as well. So yeah, I also like to see the channel icons of other viewers so I can easily jump over and discover their channels. And that's an interesting one. You can, on Facebook, you can hover over and see their profiles and you can friend people. But if you're interested in following other people's channels, then on YouTube, that is uh, I think that's much better. I, I don't personally like the the way the live chat uh, works on YouTube, but you know it, it's it's okay. And by the way, on on YouTube, you can at mention people. You can't do this if you're watching on your phone, but if you want to at mention people in the chat, you can do that on desktop. You just need to start type the at symbol and then uh, start typing the name of the the other commenter and you can do it on that way. 
uh, as well. So, uh, and Carl is saying, I think Facebook Live is getting worse for people interacting. Why do you think that? Uh, I mean, I, I have my own thoughts on that, Carl, but uh, I think people across the board are seeing engagement go down on, on Facebook Lives. I think Facebook are focusing on other things, probably Facebook Reels. <laughs> That's the big thing at the moment. Um, and uh, Katie is saying, have you seen the scissors on live chat will allow you to create and share a clip? No, I haven't seen that, Katie. So I know you can trim your own videos and do that kind of thing, but I'm not entirely sure. I've not, I've not seen that. So tell me more, Katie, because I don't know. Uh, and uh, and Paul is saying, I, uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I, I don't often uh, watch uh, live videos on um you know, YouTube Live. So let's let's see. So Katie is saying it's on this video now that I can create a clip. So wow, that is that is pretty cool. I wonder whether I can let's just have a look down here. So I'm gonna share my screen, Katie, and then maybe uh, we can see. So this is the YouTube live. I've just paused the video. So you said there was something to do with like scissors on the chat. I can well, I can see your scissors, but I can't see any other scissors. I can see custom emojis. I can create a poll. Um, that's the top chat. I don't know. Um, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to I'm gonna come back to that in uh, in a minute. So um, let's talk about let, yeah let let's talk about uh, the next one, which is all about setting up your YouTube for live streaming. Now I'm going to I'm going to assume that you have a YouTube channel. Um, but the first thing that you will need to do is enable live streaming. You'll have to go into the settings, you have to verify your account and then you will need to switch on live streaming and that can take up to 24 hours. So just make sure that you've done that first. And if you're using a live streaming tool like Ecom Live or StreamYard or Restream, it will give you instructions on how to do that. But that's the first thing that you need to do. Don't just leave that to the last minute because it normally takes up to 24 hours for them to enable that for you. Now, how you go live to YouTube depends on what you're wanting to do. If you you can actually go live from your phone, I don't think I've ever actually done it um, for my phone. I, I should probably play around with that, but you do need to have at least a thousand subscribers to do that. Um, so just bear that in mind. I think most of us though, most people on YouTube, if they're watching a live, they want to see like pretty good quality. So I think I would recommend do that from your DOS desktop. Um, so yeah, uh, check check that out. Um, uh, now the next thing is obviously set up your channel, and you need to think about optimizing it. Uh, and this is all to do with things like, for example, uh, your. So this is things like um, adding your banner. So on mine, I've got I've got a banner at the top which shows my name. Uh, I've also got a little arrow that points down to uh, where you can download my tech guide. So. We, we uh, created this, my designer created this, and there's an arrow that points down to where you can add a link. And so adding a link, if you, that link for, for me goes to a where you can download a tech guide. So you want to definitely check that out. Um, so if you go to your own channel, you can then click on customize channel, and this will open up YouTube Studio. And I recommend going through all of these settings and making sure you, you've created you know, the best experience for your 
visitors. And the first thing I would recommend for your live show on YouTube Live is to create a trailer, a channel trailer. And so this is for people who haven't already subscribed. So I've got a, like, it's like a 20, 30 second uh, trailer uh, for the Confident Line Marketing Show. And this will only appear for people who haven't yet subscribed to my show. So that will give them hopefully like a bit of a a flavor of what we do. I probably need to redo the trailer. It's like been two and a half years since I last did it. Uh, and then you can choose uh, a featured video for returning subscribers. And that's interesting because I had forgotten that's actually quite old now. So I probably want to change that. So uh, featured video, that is, I mean, that's about a four-year-old video. So I can change that. And let's choose, let's say I'm going to change that to, I'll, I'll change that to the StreamYard tutorial because that's actually much more new. That That's like 2022. That's, um, that's this year. Now, the next thing that I recommend that you do is to then create uh, featured sections. So if we go to my channel here, um, I've got tutorials. So these these are the main videos that I want people to see. These are all my tutorials on live streaming. It's got my StreamYard, my Restream uh, there. Um, I'm going to be putting other ones up there as well. So that is a quick and easy way for people to see what's happening. And then I've got my upcoming live streams. So I want people to see what's happening next. So you can uh, see I've got today's, this video, this live stream now, building your YouTube live strategy. And I've got Thursday's show, which is all about accelerating your live show as well. So um, do check those out. Uh, add your live streams, upcoming live streams there as well. And then I've got my Confident Live marketing show. For some reason, it's just not, uh, it's not decided, it's decided not to put the thumbnails on there. Why is that? Uh, it's okay. There we go. So I've got the Confident Live marketing show. I've got the podcaster hour that I did for Ecamm. And then I've just got it all split up like that. So what I recommend here is to add a single playlist. So create playlists. And the way you can do this is you click on the add section button here. And you've got a number of different options. You've got uploads, popular uploads. You've got live now. So if you wanted to, ha if you, if you're doing a lot of regular live videos, then you can put that there uh, at the top. Uh, past live streams. I've, I've used the upcoming live streams uh, before, but it's the single playlist that you want. And you click on that and then you just choose which playlist you want. So that's how you add it. And of course, what you want to do is as you do launch your live show on YouTube, you want to remember to add your live video to um, your new playlist. And over time, your playlist will be populated a little bit more. And that is really cool. Um, let's have a look at the comments. So Carl, we're still talking about the scissors. <laughs> Carl says, oh, yes, never noticed the scissors. So you can copy other people's lives. Uh, and Red says, clip example cutting with scissors. I, uh, Yeah, um, I, I just... I don't I don't see where these scissors are. Are you watching on are you watching on desktop or are you watching on on the phone? Because like I, I just don't I don't see where that is. Am I being like really stupid? I mean anything's possible. But let's have a look. Uh let's go to watch see this and see if Oh okay, I can see scissors. I can see scissors on my phone. Um so I don't know whether this is gonna go into uh 
I don't know whether you can see those scissors there at the top, but um, so what happens when you click on those scissors? Oh yeah, okay, create a clip. So it's obviously only on mobile. Um, so yeah, okay, well, there you go. Uh, would you use that? It, it, this is new to me. Um, I don't know. Let me know. Would you, would you do that? Um, I'm very interested in that new feature. Because I have, I've never heard of it. I've never come across it before. Uh, so there you go. Um, let's talk about what's next. So the other thing, that you, so obviously we talked about the banner, creating playlists, create a trailer, connect to your website. The other thing that I would recommend that you do is create your vanity link. So what I mean by that is, I mean, my channel is, I don't know whether you can see this on the screen if I share it. No, you don't think you can, but it is youtube.com forward slash channel forward slash U-C-S-I-F-R. It's a long string of characters. But if you go to youtube.com forward slash Ian Anderson Gray, that is my vanity link. That's my URL. And um, that's what I recommend that you do as soon as you can. You can create that once you have at least 100 subscribers. So do that as uh, soon as you can. And then it just makes it easier then for people, for you to like uh, say it out um, to people as, as you... Um, as you talk about it on your show. So yeah, as I said, youtube.com forward slash Ian Anderson Great is where you need to go. Now, what I didn't realize is that you, there's also a special link that goes to your latest live video. So if you're currently live or if you're, 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 you, you're forthcoming live, then if you were to go to youtube.com forward slash your username forward slash live. So in my case, it would be youtube.com forward slash Ian Anderson Gray forward slash live. That takes you to this live video. So that's great. So you can uh, send people to that and, and that link will never die because it will always send people to your latest live, which is great. So definitely, definitely think about that and using that. And I'm going to be using that a lot more because I didn't know about that until I did some research. Uh, let's have a look. Katie is, so what, uh, it's on mobile, you were saying about the, the clip. Uh, on the phone, it's next to where it says live chats. And Katie is saying, could be good for a reel or story. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'll have to play around with this. I mean, the only thing about that is that most... YouTube videos, unless they're shorts, are are um, landscape. That you know that and and so and reels are portraits. So how that's going to quite work, I don't know. Maybe it'll it'll squash it or something. Um, Katie, let me know how you get on with this. Maybe I don't know. You could do a little clip of this and see what happens. I I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not overly convinced, but I'm, I get excited by new things. So <laughs> so yes. So we're now on to the next one, which is number three, which is your time for you to go live. You've optimized your channel. You spent a long time going through all of those settings. And I think probably in another future broadcast, I will go through those in more detail and tell you exactly what you need to do. But I'm just going through things very quickly because now it's time to go live and you want to schedule your broadcast ahead of time. Now, with Facebook, you can only do this up to a, a week ahead Although it looks like they're kind of testing, changing that. So let's let's have a look. In the future, I don't know what's going to happen there. But on YouTube, there's kind of no limit, really. I've, I've tested up to a year in advance, and you might be able to 
schedule even later than that. So that's an interesting one. Uh, but you want to then spend time creating the title, uh, the description, the thumbnail, uh, and optimizing it for the live first, but then thinking about later for the replay. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a quick look at um, how this works. Now, if you're using a tool like Ecamm or StreamYards, uh, you will obviously want to create the 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 live within that in th that app but i want to show you how you create it within youtube because these are the full settings so um, if I click on the little icon on the top right, I can upload a video. That's for a pre-recorded video. I can go live and I can create a post. If you have over a thousand subscribers, you can create community posts as well, which is a really cool thing. So let's click on go live and let's see what happens. So the screen has gone black to kind of um, show me, tell me that we're going live. This is a live broadcast. And I've got the option here. I can manage. Uh, I can manage my my stream. So I, I, it shows me my current live stream, and it also shows some upcoming ones. I've got one here that says test, test, test. I probably need to delete that because uh, that was from January. And I've got Thursday's show as well. And you can I can see the visibility, so they're all public, and I've had no restrictions, which is cool. Now, on the left-hand side, I've got stream, I've got webcam and manage. So I, I could just go live directly from YouTube using my webcam, which I'm not going to do. I can also click on stream. Uh, and so this is showing my current uh, setup at the moment, um, which is good. Now, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go use my webcam. I'm going to click on schedule stream. Um, now, what you can do here is if you go live regularly, you can just reuse the settings. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to click on create new. And let's have a look what we have here. So the first thing that they'll ask you for is the title. And so you need to find something here that will really grab attention. And using a tool like vidIQ or TubeBuddy or uh, Morning Fame will really help you here. If you know what you're going to be talking about, which obviously you do because you planned it. So for example, today we're talking about YouTube strategy. You can look at what other people are using for that title that is, that's really well optimized and then think about it from that point of view. Um, now, this is really important because what I would recommend that you do here is think about the title that you have um, for each each destination that you're broadcasting to. So the, the title that you choose for Facebook isn't necessarily going to be the same one for YouTube. You want to think about uh, optimizing the title and the description for each channel. Most places, most so most um, tools like Restream and StreamYard will allow you to customize the title and the description and even the thumbnail uh, for each place that you're broadcasting to. So your YouTube thumbnail description title can be different to your Facebook one. And I would recommend putting a bit more effort into that. I haven't been doing that, but I'm looking at doing that a lot more as I as I embrace as I embrace more YouTube, really. So you put your title in there. Uh, you can at mention other people as well. So if you're doing a collaboration with an, somebody else, um, then you, you would probably want to at mention them. And that's actually an interesting thing that I've not thought about before. When I have guests on my show, I need to remember to ask them what their YouTube channel is because I can then type that in there. I can at mention them. I don't know whether that will work. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know whether that's going to work if you use a tool like Ecamm or, or StreamYard, whether the app mentioning will work. So we need to test that. The next thing is the category. So choose a category that aligns with what you're talking about. So for me, it's usually uh, it's either how to, yeah, it's usually how to and style uh, because that's a lot of what I do. Um, then you want to upload a thumbnail. Now the thumbnail needs to be, they say tw- 1280 times whatever it is. I can't remember now, but I was, I was uploaded at 1920 times 1080 for the thumbnail because that works pretty much across the board as well. Okay. Next thing you will want to do is your playlist. So I always add that to my confident live marketing show that way. The next thing is your audience. Now, if you're working, if you're, if you're focused on making the, your YouTube lives, suitable for kids, you will want to make sure you check that. But if you do check that box, it means things like live chat will not work. So you just need to be aware of that. And you can also set the age restriction. So if you want to restrict the viewers to over 18, you can do that as well. Um, Now let's go on to the next one. I don't know whether this is going to work. No, I need to type in something. So I'm just going to type in some gibberish. Um, and then click on next. So the next thing you'll want to make sure of is that you have the live chat enabled because you want to hear from your live viewers. That's really important. So do make sure you check that. And do you want the live chat to be available on the replay? I would say yes, but it's up to you. If you want to trim your live, your YouTube lives, then unfortunately your chat replay will be disabled it will go. But um, that's something else. Who can send you a message? Do you want it just for your subscribers or do you want anyone? And, and that kind of really is down to what you want. Uh, is this is this for, um, is this a community live? And, and you could say, uh, make it only for subscribers. And then of course you could say on the screen, if you want to leave a comment, subscribe. And that might be a great way to grow your subscribers. Now, if you have a lot of people engaged in your community and watching your lives, you might want to slow uh, things down. Um, Particularly if some people are like bombarding you, you can switch on slow mode and you can choose a number between one and 300 here. So with 60, that will allow people to leave a, a comment once every minute. And so you might want to switch that on uh, or play around with that depending on what you want. Um, now redirects, this is interesting. Redirects allows you to keep viewers engaged across multiple events, add a live stream or premiere for people to watch after yours ends. So what do you want to happen, uh, after your YouTube live has ended? Where do you want to send them to? Uh, and so it's usually, it's a, it's a live stream or a premiere. Um, I can choose, uh, yeah, it'll have to be like a next. It has to be, it, it can't be a pre-recorded video, interestingly. So I could send them to uh, the, my next episode, which is on Thursday. So that's an interesting one. And then a trailer. So great trailers are a great way to share a sneak peek and get users, viewers excited. Add a 15 second to three minute upload for people to watch until your content begins. Now that's kind of interesting. I've not done that before, but uh, that instead of get, um, getting people just to wait uh, for your live show to start, you could get them uh, to see a trailer. So that's something to think about. I don't know. Let's um, go on to the next one now, which is visibility. 
So, do you want everyone to be able to see a public live stream? And I'm thinking for most people, that's what you're going to want to do. But the, there is an option for unlisted and private. And I would choose unlisted if you want to make this like a like a webinar that you, you're going to embed on a website or you're going to send to your email newsletter. Um, so, I would do it that way. Once you've done that, uh, you click on done and you're ready to go. And if you're using a tool like Ecamm Live, you can actually set up the stream directly within YouTube and it will appear uh, as one of your upcoming broadcasts and you can broadcast that, uh, broadcast to YouTube from Ecamm. Other apps like, uh, other web apps like Restream, uh, yeah, Restream Studio um, and StreamYard, they don't have that facility. They won't show uh, your uh, forthcoming videos as well. So um, that's something to think about. Okay, so what? let's have a look at my notes here. So create your title and description. Thumbnail, not talk too much about your thumbnail, but you do need to spend some time optimizing your thumbnail. I think this is a topic that we'll talk about another time. But in my experience, I think uh, YouTube thumbnails should be really simple. Shouldn't have too much text on there. I think your face if it's about you, should be on there as well, but keep the text to the minimum. And I, this is something that I know that I need to work on. I think that my thumbnails work well on on Facebook and LinkedIn and possibly Twitter. I think on Twitter, but I don't think they work quite so well for YouTube. So I want to work on uh, creating a, th- a thumbnail t- template for YouTube uh, that's different from some of those other channels. I'd, I'd be really interested to know what you think, um, but that's something that I'm going to be working on. Uh, but so the thumbnail is really important. Um, Carl is saying, I think one thing I need to do for viewers coming after the live would be to delete the countdown at the start. I'll talk about that in a minute. That's a really important point, And there are pros and cons with that approach, Carl, uh, which I'll talk about. Okay. Uh, Okay, and in terms of the description, I think you also need to be really clear about what it is that you're going to be talking about. Now, hopefully you'll have had a plan. You might not have it all written down completely, but if you can put in the show note, not in the show notes, but in the description, what it is roughly that you're going to be talking about as well. And then, of course, you want to promote it. You want to schedule it and promote it across all your different channels. Okay, Carl, I will be coming on to what you're saying very shortly. But the next thing, the final thing really is to optimize your YouTube live for the replay. Because it's not just about your live viewers. I mean, we've got uh, currently about eight, uh, probably got more than eight people watching live at the moment. Uh, normally I have a few more people, uh, uh, but it is it is the um, Tuesday show. But loads more people watch the replay, and that's uh, across all those different channels, and um, on Amazon, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. And we need to think about the replay. I I focus a lot, obviously, on the live elements, and I love um, you watching live and the comments and the questions that come through. I mean, that is amazing. But I also think very, very carefully about how this is going to work for the replay because I want to create communities around my replay, uh, around the replay content. And I also want to think about repurposing as well. So do optimize for the replay. Once you've finished broadcasting, you can go back and edit the video. You could change the thumbnail. You could add show notes. I highly recommend adding show notes. And in particular, you can add chapters. 
So the way this works, let's see if I can actually find this on the screen, uh, uh, get this on the screen, and then I can show you. The chapters are actually very simple. What I recommend that you do is use a tool like Descript and uh, then put that, um, to, so basically to get a, a transcription, uh, and then you'll get a rough idea of the timings of your of your video. So say, for example, at 10 minutes in, you're talking about um, YouTube Live or microphones or whatever, you can then put the timestamps below. Uh, now, let's see if I've got these. Yes, I do. So this is a video I did about how to use your green screen with Restream Studio. And so I edited this later. Actually, this wasn't a live stream. This is a pre-recorded video. But uh, I've got right at the top, it tells exactly what um, it this is all about so you know and then in this video i've got it zero um zero minutes and zero seconds this is the intro zero minutes and 18 seconds i talk about restream studio at 44 seconds how to add your green screen to restream studio and if you click on those it will actually fast forward to that part of the video um, and you if you're watching you can see that actually the the timeline it's broken up into these different chapters that's really good, particularly for longer live videos where people just might want to kind of find a particular part information. And so they, they, they don't have time to watch like a 40 minutes or an hour long video. Um, so I highly recommend creating chapters for your uh, the replay of your live shows. Now, this is uh, trimming is what you were saying, Carl. So the trimming on, this is really interesting. The tri When you trim a video on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, it works very differently to trimming on YouTube. First of all, on Facebook, you can only trim on your vid your live videos or your videos on pages. You can't trim a video on a group or a profile, which is really annoying. So if you're going live to a group, you can't trim it on Facebook. But what Facebook and LinkedIn does, it doesn't actually edit the video itself. What it will do, it will automatically start from where you say you want it to start. Whereas on YouTube, they go the extra mile. They will actually, once you trim it, you can trim the beginning off or the end or a middle section. It will re-edit. It will kind of re-edit the video for you and, and re-upload it. Um, now, the downside of that is that the replay, the chat replay will go. You will lose that. And I kind of understand that because then the timings are going to be all out of the way. But I think that's a kind of a, a bit of a shame. So this this is one reason why I have decided not to do um, to use countdown timers because countdown timers are great for if you're watching live, but they kind of suck if you're watching the replay. If you have to sit through like um, three minutes or even ten minutes of replay, yes, I know you can skip to it, but um, that's why I'm not a, a, a massive fan of it. But they can work. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. So if if that's really important for you, having that countdown, just be aware that you probably will want to cut it out, trim it out for YouTube, but you will lose the replay of the chat. So just bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. Katie is saying, I'm thinking about inviting people to the live to get more viewers, and I think that is great, particularly if you're doing more of a community live. Uh, I don't think that would work quite so well on most of my shows, but occasionally it would work really, really well. And I want to do more of those. That's a great way. And if you if you if you plan if you plan it in advance, if you have guests, 
then you can at mention them in the description and that is going to help um, definitely. And if you have over a thousand subscribers, don't worry if you don't, this is something to think about for the future. But if you do, you can create community posts as well, which I want to start doing a lot more as well. Uh, Katie says, I've you, uh, I, I've got to work out how to bring, how to do timestamps as Google bring them up. That's great. I mean, they're so simple. It's all about just working out. So for, for example, if you talk about, I don't know, microphones or books at three minutes and 42 seconds. All you do in the show notes is do three colon 42 and then put a space and then just what it what you said at that point. So books and microphones, next line, four colon 52. So at four minutes and 52 seconds and then do it that way. And it will, YouTube will automatically create those timestamps. So you just need to work it out. You can either watch the video. I tend to watch it in like two times speed, skip through it, work it out that way. Or you could use a tool like Descript and do it that way. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how that works. Carl says, I had max eight on my live on Sunday on replay, it had doubled overnight. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So you had uh, eight people watching you live and it had doubled overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it is, it is really easy as well. Paul saying watching your live show is a great way to start my day. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Thank you, Paul. It's great to have you here. I hope you're being productive. Um, Carl says the first timestamp must be zero colon zero zero first to create the timestamp. Is that true? I didn't know that. So you have to create a zero colon zero zero first. I kind of do that anyway. So I hadn't, I hadn't kind of figured out that that was a prerequisite for this working. Thanks, Carl. Um, that's, that's cool. The other thing that you will want to think about is your strategy overall for YouTube. Are you just sharing YouTube live videos or are you mixing that with pre-recorded videos? And this is really a whole other topic because like, why have people come to your channel? Why have they subscribed? Are they looking for short three or four minute videos? In which case, they're probably not going to necessarily want to stay for a whole hour uh, live video. Or maybe they are. Uh, your your live videos are very much for your community or for, uh, for people who are really interested in you. They love you. They're your, you know, your, your fans. Um, but you just want to think about how many pre-recorded video, what's the ratio of your pre-recorded video versus your live. Um, I don't have that right at the moment. I want to do a lot more pre-recorded video. I want to be doing at least two or three pre-recorded videos per week. But for various reasons, that's just not, it's just not happening. It's not working. It's, it, I, it's, yeah, I could, I could give you loads of excuses, but basically it's not happening at the moment. So I'm creating, I'm doing like two lives every week, uh, but my aim is to do um, two to three. I, I would say like 50, 50 would be a good one, or maybe uh, even 60% pre-recorded 40% live would be good as well. Um, Paul, you get on with your work. Thank you so much for, for joining me today. Um, uh, it's, it's, I really appreciate it. And Carl is saying, I got lazy and just post the, the live, but it's had dried up the subscriber count. I need to add pre-recorded again. And yeah, it's that balance as well. But pre-recorded video, it does take a lot more effort because it has to be a lot more slick as well. Uh, although it's, it is really about the quality of the content the actual content itself, not necessarily how slick and edited 
it is. Well, that is it. I think uh, we could talk a lot more about it. Thank you so much for everyone watching live, for, to Carl, for Paul, Katie, um, Reg as well. Thank you. I always appreciate you. I, you come like most of the times I do do my lives. Uh, I really appreciate you. If you're watching the replay, um, if you want to watch a, a live, then why don't you subscribe to my newsletter and then you will find out whenever you'll find out when my next live is going to be uh, all you need to do for that is go to iag.me forward slash newsletter that's iag.me forward slash newsletter i send it my email out every friday sometimes there's an extra one but it's usually just once per week uh, and that's how i do it and of course probably even better is to join my community at confident.live forward slash community that's confident.live forward slash community uh, and that is on volley it's not a new app but it's one that's been talked about a lot uh, dr elo is in the house thank you dr elo hope you're doing well uh, i know you've joined my community um i'd love to know what you think about volley katie thank you so much as well you, with coming up with the idea of youtube strategy well next episode which is on thursday um at the later time so that will be it actually it's later than normal it's 4 30 p.m in the uk which i believe is nine i don't know uh yeah 9 30 pacific and it's on accelerating your live show i've got my confident live accelerator coming up um which is a group program but in this show i'm going to be sharing with you some tips on how to get started stop procrastinating and launch your live show and podcast well that is it for this week or well for this day at least i'll be back on thursday if you're watching live on the replay and of course next friday if you're listening to the podcast it's been great to see you but until next time i encourage you to level up your impact authority and profits to the power of Confident Live Video Season. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Building your YouTube live strategy. Building your YouTube live strategy. Building, 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 building your YouTube live strategy.